The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Coming down the aisle, it's time to farm. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kitzel here, hanging out with... Katie Dirks. How are you, Miss Katie Dirks? I have returned. I'm here. You have returned. The show missed you. I just had to yell at Fernando all last week. I was like, wrestling is still real to me, damn it. And then Fernando's like, okay. I loved everything that I I heard while I was gone. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, I'm happy to have you back. We missed you. And congratulations on that beautiful baby. And you are doing so wonderful. There's a new addition to the last podcast family. Oh, my Carson goodness. Carson James. He's Car- very tiny. Carson James, our little tiny baby. Well, we have some exciting stuff to discuss today. We are on the, uh, is precipice the right word when it comes to SummerSlam? I have no idea. I'm I don't know either. I'm, I'm, that <laughs> word is too big for me. I just learn words through hearing other people say them in certain contexts, and I'm not quite sure if that makes sense, but SummerSlam is damn near here, and this is going to be quite an event. There's around eight matches scheduled right now. Unfortunately, Katie and I were talking about this. The idea was floated, to be punny with it, that it would happen on Whoa, a ship. Watch out. Watch out. We're back, guys. We are back. Babies around, no puns allowed. It was supposed to be, or it was talked about being, possibly on a boat, but it's not going to be in a boat. It's going to be in the Amway Arena. I hate the name of these arenas. Nothing gets me more excited than going to Amway Arena. Ugh, that in the Smoothie King Center. Well, Smoothies, who doesn't love a good smoothie? The Smoothie King Center. Come on, guys. <laughs> I hate it. It's the all... fucking name for an arena. So they're going to be at the Amway Center. That's, of course, in Orlando. Uh, don't know what the audience situation is going to look like. Maybe there'll be limited capacity. Maybe they'll try to pull off something like they're doing now that we're seeing in public, that we're seeing in, like, um, in Major League Baseball. Maybe they'll just do cardboard cutouts like they do in MLB. Maybe they'll try to have a poor person's version of what's happening to the NBA. We don't know what it's going to look like. All I know is I was really excited to see someone get thrown off a boat into the water and eaten by sharks, only I to mean, come back the next men- Monday and be totally fine. I was I was really hoping they would do, because initially they were talking about somewhere like in Atlantic City, and it was kind oh, of Oh, like, yeah. And then the idea was kind of, it, it was being implied that they were going to do a boat, and like kind of what AEW did. 
but but alas. But alas. Am I using that correctly? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Fernando says yes, and English is his second language, so I think Perfect. he's, but he's smarter than us in it as well. Yeah, great. I trust his input. Absolutely. Um, so we will have SummerSlam happening. It is going to be an exciting main event for the WWE Championship. I assume it's going to be the main event, but this story with Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton, Randy Orton could win and be the next WWE champion. I could totally see that happen. I would feel so bad for Drew McIntyre. If that Just happened. never having a chance to be in front of an audience. Yeah, like, and the audience was so behind him. Like, we, we were all kind of, like, he was kind of the first big, the big sacrifice of, yeah. of this, of COVID uh, in wrestling, in, wrestling in the COVID era. And he, the, like, yeah. I just felt so bad for him. He has got this crazy journey. Yeah. He's been... He was forgotten by WWE. He had to go back to the Indies and earn his earn his keep. Yeah, cut his teeth, prove his worth. He comes back. He's he's <laughs> in. He's in the. He's 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 in the fast lane. He gets the belt, and if he loses to Randy Orton Aww. without ever having a chance to be in front of a live crowd, like that sucks. That would suck. But Randy Orton, as we're seeing, the legend killer, living up to his name. Oh boy. I actually yelled out loud when he attacked Ric Flair. I was like, don't hit Rick. Rick's an old man, and I'm seeing him take all these bumps. It was the same thing that AEW did this past Wednesday on Dynamite. They had um, the Rock and Roll Express on there, and I was like, don't kill these men. Those guys should not be. None of these men. If you're, you, There should be a rule that if you're over the age of 60, you should not be taking bumps in the ring, period. I have, There's... They're too old for this. The guy took a pile driver as somebody else jumped off the top rope, and the dude from Rock and Roll Express, he's got to be in his late 60s, took a pile driver, and I'm like, how is, I can't even walk down my stairs in my house without groaning in pain. I haven't done anything. I get sore by sleeping, and these people are able to perform in a ring at this age. Randy Orton coming in hot hitting Ric Flair in the nuts, and then doing what Randy Orton has been doing lately, apologizing for it, and being like, I'm so sorry, man. It has to happen. I'm like, damn, Randy. Ricky Morton, by the way, is 63 years old. Holy hell. That is amazing. For I, The one thing I'm loving is seeing the wrestlers age. They used to die at 50, and many still do, but it's fun to see these old fogies out there That's as long true. as they don't get killed. Yeah, just don't. Because, like, there's also the mentality, like, and I was, James and I were joking about, like, hanging out with Ricky Morton at a bar. Like, we could just picture him being the, like, old guy in the dive bar oh God, being totally. like, yeah, man, me and Rick back in the day. <laughs> and you're like, what Dude. the? Dude. <laughs> like, oh, God. If you're ever at a dive bar and you see someone with long, stringy hair and you know they've never had short hair in their lives, you have to talk to them because they're going to have some stories. And they oh, might yeah. even admit some felonies to you. Oh, Guaranteed. For sure, <laughs> he's, he's had a mullet since the since the day he's been he since the day he stepped foot in that ring. And the thing is, when it comes to just never changing, everything is circular. Uh, it's secular. Everything comes go. back around. The mullet's back in. These hipsters are rocking the mull. I've seen people massive mullets. So he just looks fresh and hip. Never change. It'll come back around. I promise. Yeah. No, you're right. It kept like fashion. What's the, the fashion every? 
comes back every 30 years or something like that. Yep, absolutely. So Randy Orton versus Drew McIntyre. Uh, apparently this match has been talked about for quite a while. Uh, Drew McIntyre, of course, just had a victory over Dolph Ziggler at Extreme Rules. That match was actually pretty dope as we talked about that with Dolph being like, it's no holes barred for me. And it's like, Dolph, that's cheating. And you're being mean-spirited and that's why you're a heel. Drew was still able to pull it off. This is his biggest challenge yet. Randy Orton is just beast mode right now he is not caring ever since ever since the edge feud he has taken this whole moniker of legend killer to the next level my question is is drew mcintyre a legend does uh, randy only have the ability to beat up people who may be a little bit over the hill we're dealing with a peak Ooh. prime drew mcintyre you know what i like that i like that argument because i'm i'm always i've always been on the fence with randy orton like i can't like i want to like him but I also like K like kayfabe hate him. Yeah. But I also in real life hate him. Like I can't I can't quit. Like he just doesn't seem like somebody I, I feel comfortable with in a bar. Like I just I feel you know, like he's like this ticking time bomb in real life. But then I see his Instagram and his Twitter. I'm like, oh, he's just a family yeah. guy. It's all kayfabe, whatever. But there's still part of me. Yeah, he's just I'm hanging like, out with his kids, Katie. I don't know. I feel like he's also you know probably has some things he has to apologize for at some point i would not cross randy orton i do i am truly scared of him yes i understand what you're saying when it comes to that but that's why he's such a great heel and that's why when he's hitting all those people and then being like it's it's okay just go to sleep and like doing this whole thing i don't know man the apologies is so weird it's so weird so he's been kicking the shit out of geriatrics not that edge is a geriatric but let's be honest he's maybe maybe the hill Maybe he's oh, yeah, no. slightly over he's, it. He's not a he's not a he's not a Drew McIntyre. No, he's not a Drew McIntyre. So this is gonna be the biggest test for Drew McIntyre by far. And I also think it's going to be the biggest test for Drew for Randy Orton in this most recent, I would say, uh, let's say COVID era Randy Orton, when he really sort of has been um, uh, amping up this whole like I just I'll I'll take out anyone, anywhere, any age, anytime, that kind of sort of vibe that he's putting out there right now. With Drew McIntyre uh, being in his prime, again, I'm not sure if Mr. Orton can do what he does to people like Edge and Ric Flair with the person who is as jacked and is on fire as uh, as on fire as Drew McIntyre is now. I like that take, though. I like that that he's he's really he's taking the legend killer is really just gone after the geriatrics people. That he's going after old people. Going after the yeah, exactly. Why are you kicking people at the grocery store? Come on, man. Exactly. That's the like whole. You're defenseless. Yeah, Randy, leave him alone. Next thing you know, he's gonna he's gonna get Mick Foley out of retirement and just beat the hell out of him. And it's like, just you know, these old people, let them be old. Stop killing everybody, Randy. The 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 weird thing for me is like he like it's it's such a good moment. Like it was such a good moment to see Randy Orton like just turn on Ric Flair. Such a good moment. But then they tried to validate it with some sort of reasoning that, like, I did it out of love and you shouldn't (laughs) be here. I'm here for you. (laughs) Like, blah, blah, like, this weird, like, it's a reach for an excuse of, like, of making sense in the storyline when in my world is like, oh, just let Randy beat the shit out of old guys because he's a bad guy. Like, okay, fine, let that. But, like, no need to, like, come back and like backtrack with some sort of reason to be like I did it out of love like just stop it (laughs) fucking no you're a bad guy stop it you're a heel everybody knows you punch old people in the nuts out of love 
That's yeah. how that works. You yeah. jack him in the, the balls. The only way I can stop you. It's the only way you can stop an old man is to just hit him in yourself. the. I'm yes. here for you. I did this for you. Like that. Stop it. And you know Ric Flair because of gravity. I've heard that's real. Uh, his nuts are hanging low. They're just in there wibbling, wobbling around. And next thing you know, a big wallop like that, that could have killed him. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God. Thank God he didn't die or vomit up one of his nuts. Um, <laughs> we also have, so I'm going to go. This is my prediction for WWE Championship Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton. Oh, my goodness. This is actually tough because I don't want this to happen to Drew. But I think that Randy, uh, no, I'm going Drew. I'm going you with Drew. You have too much faith. You have too much faith in WWE. It's your faith strikes again. WWE has been doing pretty pretty okay uh, with certain things. I like what's going on with Alexa Bliss. She's going to be back with The Fiend. They're doing some cool-ass shit with all that. Yeah. Uh, also, Katie was telling me before the show, apparently, despite the fact that they laid off like a load of wrestlers, oh, apparently boy. WWE is making more money than ever before. Oh, God. That is the dark truth of, of COVID times where... He WWE had the most profitable quarter just because they haven't been traveling. They cut a ton of the raw. I don't. I mean, I think the cutting the cutting the roster probably has a much smaller percentage of uh, right. impact than yeah, because they don't pay him that much. <laughs> right. Like I mean, in the grand scheme of things, cutting the roster is like a drop in the bucket. Yeah. But they're not traveling. They're not doing live shows. Most of them are pre-taped. Do you think that we're gonna start seeing stuff where they do more less live shows, even 21, 2022? Um, do you think that we're going to start seeing them do like maybe a special event that's live and kind of keep it like this because they are no. saving so much money? I mean, I mean, it's that's the reality of it, right? Is like it's still a business. Yeah. So they're probably going to look at everything that they've done right and wrong through this. The ratings aren't great. Right. So part of the reason they're moving to Amway is because their excuse is, I'm using air quotes, uh, that the the performance center is too dark. And it doesn't give the people aren't watching because it doesn't feel like a wrestling show. Sure. Um, my argument is people aren't watching because your product sucks. But well, sometimes I'll, I'll yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah. The the percentage the it doesn't the ratio of sucky wrestling versus great wrestling in WWE uh, can 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 waffle a little bit if you will. Oh, it definitely um, can. They have a lot of sh they got those three shows a week. They got a lot of work so much. to do. It's, yeah, it's so much. And so the part of the reason they're going to the Amway is because uh, of like production quality. And I don't know if you've noticed this, but I have Sling. I watch it on Sling. We get the East Coast feed. Um, I feel like the Performance Center is overlit, which I didn't think is even possible for WWE. It's like too much. So every time that someone comes down the ramp uh -huh. on our feed, it's like pixelated. There's too much uh, light like there's too much for any like any streaming service to really handle nice and clear. I don't know if you have that problem. Right. Well, I yeah. officially if you want to get into cable talk, we can talk about cable. Um, I have Spectrum. So unfortunately, that also means I don't get the East Coast feed. This mm. is the most exciting conversation that's ever been heard. It's about yeah. the difference between time zones. So it doesn't air until 8 and also, not to be super grumpy old Ben, but uh it says live on the corner of the screen, mm. and I know it's the West Coast feed, and I know it's not live, and I know that's a lie, and then what else is wrestling going to lie to me about? Next thing you know, the matches are going to be scripted. What? Unbelievable. Yes. So now Bullshit. I can't go on social media from 5 p.m. This happens with Monday Night Raw, too. From 5 p.m. until, like, it's the worst, because then it's just, everything gets spoiled, 
And it's not social media's fault. It's my freaking fault, I guess. But maybe I should get sling. Maybe this is I an have, advertisement for sling. I have one friend that uh, is also on the East Coast feed that will watch it whenever we can. But he, he Mitsula, he's 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 texted us before. Like, oh, right yes. as something happens, he'll text on the group chat and be like, oh, hey, did you see this? And I'm like, we haven't watched yet. <laughs> time, time zones are real, Mitsula. You bastard. <laughs> Um, so I am going Drew McIntyre because he is in his prime, because he is not yet a legend. He's working his way up. Randy Orton will lose this match. Maybe in the future, Drew McIntyre will be able, uh, maybe in the future, Randy Orton will be able to beat somebody like Drew McIntyre. But in this case, Randy Orton's actually the old man. Yeah, he's the vet here, which is So fun. we'll see. Which, I mean, he doesn't look like the old man. He looks No, like he, he never will. He's He's jacked. He's still yeah. jacked. Um, Randy Orton is, I don't want to get into it because you know my thoughts on these big beefy boys. He's just ugly enough to be hot and he's buff as hell and his his face look like, it looks like it's been punched a bunch. Um, but then he also looks like he's punched a lot of faces. And if I had a WAP, which is a new term that I'm come, that, that Ooh, uh, Cardi B came go. out with. Hashtag. Wet ass, if I had a wet ass penis. I would put it right right in his butt. Um, his legs, he has perfect legs. Yes, he does. Well, we if, could if you were to build a build the perfect human, I would I would source Randy Orton's legs. Well, you know what, Katie? I still can wear a 38 34 old navy jean because I just what ordered some and yes, they're tight. Yes, I had to, I had to stretch them out a little bit, but they do hey. old navy does come stretchy now, so I'm doing pretty good too. Not that I'm acting insecure and I'm I'm not I'm not feeling emasculated because I don't look like Randy Orton. I feel like a man. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> Universal Championship. What is not fine? Perhaps Braun Strowman going against the Fiend, Bray Wyatt. This match is like my two babies going at it, and I don't want either to lose, but I have to say I'm rooting for the Fiend. I love what Bray is doing, and this is not a diss on Braun Strowman. This is more of a critique of how they've used him as universal champion. I think that I think that Bray does more with the belt than Braun does. For some reason, I feel like they have not fully explored Braun's character, and now it's becoming more one-dimensional, and I almost thought he had more freedom when he wasn't uh, wearing the strap. And as we saw when Bray Wyatt had the universal championship the first time, the dude is just so creative and so like insane with the stories that the WWE is allowing him to uh, put forward. I think he's just going to be a better champion, and then Braun can go back to maybe just a, a like I miss I kind of miss when Braun was able to be a little bit more exploitative. I don't know if that's a word, but I miss when he was able to explore his character a little bit more. Right when he was given like when no one's looking at WWE. The characters really flourish. Like when there's not a lot of pressure and you're kind of flying under the radar yep. and you can get away with a little more. Like that's to me how New Day became so great. Absolutely. They came up with their gimmick on their own. We happened to see them at like a live uh, WWE live untaped and they were still like kind of workshopping the gimmick. And it right. was so fun and funny and they just kind of let them do whatever they wanted and like just explore in that world. Um, and I think part of the, without the WWE live shows, without those house shows, 
I do feel like some of these characters lose a little bit of uh, of the time to play around and find what actually works for them. Absolutely. Like, get these hands. It was so fun. It was so dumb. Right. Like, we haven't seen it. I mean, he still does it, but it's not... It's not like his signature bit anymore, I guess. Right. Like, yeah. it just now we're just kind of in this weird gray area with Braun. Just a big old monster going against the fiend. Country strong. Which, by the way, Braun Strowman put on a fucking mask. What do you mean? If you if you follow any of his Instagram stuff, he's like out partying, hanging out. Oh no well, he has to have fun. <laughs> he's a big guy. He can't get COVID. I don't he's think fine. that's a rule. Uh, no, Braun Strowman. His Instagram. He likes guns, and he likes. Uh, he he's a country. He is a country boy. He Looks is like a country a boy at heart. Like a big teddy bear. Well, I mean, as long as he he doesn't shoot you. Uh, so Braun Strowman versus the Fiend. I have no idea what this match is going to be like. I think it's just yeah. going to be, my understanding is it's just going to be a normal match, but given what Bray Wyatt has been doing in the past, uh, especially these past two pay-per-views, I wonder if they're going to make something cinematic here and continue the storyline when it comes to the swamp fight, when it comes to Braun bathing in the in the waters, uh, the, fiend, the fiend's disgusting uh swamp whatever mixture is in there whatever is swimming around with Braun Strowman living like Jason Voorhees right now in the bottom of the damn lake I don't know if this will be cinematic or if this is just going to be a traditional match but given the history that Bray now has and sort of the carte blanche I think this could be a cinematic match we're using some big words today guys hey man we're using words we got a new baby in the house we got to start teaching Carson how to be smart you know the world's getting dumber so Carson is going to have to pick it up He's gonna look. He's got a lot of he's got a lot of shit in that bag. He needs to he needs to worry about. Yes, he, well, he's got his dookie problems for now, but that's okay because that's all gonna that that'll all work out. But his first word could be carte blanche, and then carte you'll be blanche. like, "Yo, dude, this kid's gonna yeah. be a multi multi trillionaire genius." Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling, the collide of football pads, the squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Um, I think... I like I I, will, I also am excited to see what they do with Alexa Bliss here. She better show up. I think that she will. She has to, right? So one possibility is Alexa Bliss flips on the feet. She says, "Wyatt family, a goodbye." Goes with Braun Strowman, and they reunite Team Little Big, and they destroy the Fiend from within. That's going to be a big storyline to watch in this match. I think Alexa Bliss is going to have a massive massive impact and probably be the deciding factor in it i absolutely adore her i think she's I awesome it. i think that she's an incredible actress i think that she has like, oh, she one, is. like one of the things that is so 
un, like overlooked in wrestling so often is the ability to actually act. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Like, to act, like this skill set of becoming this character, playing the role, and it seems like on the surface it seems so easy. So like it's kind of just like, oh yeah, I can just do. I'll just I'm gonna play the character. I'll pl- live the gimmick. Absolutely. But she's so good at it, like to the point where I was like, oh, I really hope that her and Braun are dating. Like I was, I was on board. I was like, you would want to like, do that to that poor woman. I mean, not that. Not, I mean, it wouldn't be anything bad. It would girl, just be the, the the physical. Uh, are you happy? How, how would it even work? How would they even? <laughs> how would they even do that? I am a believer in rom-coms. I love a good rom-com. I feel like it's a rom-com scenario. I just... It's so tiny, so big. It's like this cute little weird relationship. You know what would have to take place in order for them to have a happy relationship. To, I don't and need it would to go have there. To I don't have but to go would, to the but next that's step you, of the logistics of it. <laughs> so you want them to just skip all of that fun stuff and just, just be cute in pictures. Yeah, like, hey, you go to weddings fun, together. go ahead. You like they're you. like they're two circus freaks. Maybe it's yeah. people like you that keeps them apart, Katie, because they just Maybe. want to be seen as normal as a normal couple, and then everyone would be like me and be like, "How does your ding dong fit?" And, I, and then the whole thing is <laughs> destroyed. Then Braun Strowman is punching me in the face. I'm kicked out of the bar because he's a celebrity. Excuse me, sir. Uh, just a couple questions about how this works between the two of you. Exactly. <laughs> now Alexa Bliss can kick my ass. Everyone will just be beating the shit out of me. And people will be thrilled to see it. And then Braun Strowman will, oh, he'll give me those big hands. And uh, honestly, that would be kind of cool. Because then I I have the the story that I got Braun's hands. And they'd be like, how was it? It'd be like, it was very painful. And I can never go back to my favorite dive bar. I like this journey we're going on. I love it. So Braun Strowman versus The Fiend. What do you think, Katie? Who do you think is going to win this match? Is Braun Strowman leaving SummerSlam the Universal Champion? Or is that championship belt going to the depths of hell to join the fiend i mean they haven't really done the problem with bray wyatt is they haven't really given him a good win like he hasn't had a good win in any of these you know pay-per-view matches i don't really feel like there's been there hasn't been traditional conclusions to them no there's always been and he's been like a weird bray wyatt thing but he's also i'm i'm not entirely sure if he's Bray Wyatt, or if he's the fiend in this match, it's. So I not, believe or, I believe he is the fiend. All the marketing is saying the fiend, so I okay. think that's so, what it is. I would assume it is, but you're right. He may. He's sort of doing this thing where he can be both all at once. Yeah, like a Matt Hardy type deal. I know he also he gave the mandible claw to Alexa Bliss, right? But then she's still like sort of in his. In his his trance or whatever. Yeah, Yeah. there's like something going on there. So I'm pretty sure this will be The Fiend. And honestly, um, I don't think that Bray Wyatt could beat Braun Strowman. I think he has to amp it up. I think he's got to amp it up. I think he's got to come out as The Fiend because quite honestly, Bray Wyatt against Braun Strowman, I think Braun wins. Bray Wyatt against, or Braun Strowman against The Fiend, this is next level shit. And I feel like that is the only chance that Bray has to beat Braun in a uh, if it's a traditional match now if it's not a traditional match and they end up at the firefly house or back in the swamp or a whole whatever in the fun house wherever braun or wherever bray takes braun then everything is out the window um and then you know maybe maybe bray could pull it off but if it's a traditional match bray wyatt's got to be the fiend because i don't see him being able to beat braun otherwise i think i i think i'm gonna go with i'm gonna go crazy I'm gonna. Uh-oh. I'm just gonna go. We got it. 
We got a new kid in the family. Yeah, I'm go just, nuts. I'm living on the edge. I'm going to cut yeah. my hair. I'm going to die. Whoa, whoa. Uh, I'm going to go fiend. Fiend it is. I'm going to go crazy. Fiend it is. I think that that's a fine approach, and I feel it's extremely possible Braun Strowman is done being the universal champion as of the conclusion of SummerSlam, and we don't know what that match is going to look like. I'm sure it'll be something special because Bray always delivers something strange, something odd, whether you like it or hate it. At the very least, it's cinematic and it's fun, and you know I'll take it considering considering how some matches uh, can go horribly wrong. We also have right. we also have speaking of Alexa Bliss. Uh, in the sense that she is a woman. Uh, we have the Raw Women's Championship. we got Sasha Banks versus Asuka. If Asuka doesn't win this match, I'm going to smash my TV. That's fair. That's I mean, I own. think that's really all that needs to be said about this match. Yeah. <laughs> I love Sasha. as a, I, You know, interesting, interestingly enough, Katie, you mentioned acting. I think that Sasha and, and Bailey they're doing their thing. Sasha's a fine actress. I am still, and I love Sasha. She is, I mean, obviously, physically, just absolutely stunning in the ring. However... She, every match, every match, there's like an error. There's an error in almost every Sasha match. And I don't know why she's obviously been doing this for a minute now. I feel like there was a grace period and now it's like, we're going to need to see more professional matches. Not that she's not a bad wrestler by any stretch of the imagination, but, but every time she is in the ring with someone like Asuka who straight up does not make a mistake. I have never seen Asuka She's, make a mistake. Yeah. And if she does, I feel like if when Asuka does botch, it's not her fault. And it's a to- and she does a great job. It's much like like wrestling. I was talking to my friend Tyler Bateman about this. Wrestling is a lot like tattooing in the sense that you're basically just always wor- working to cover up your mistakes. Like yes. the whole thing is just covering up mistakes to make it look like, all right, wow, that's a full image or wow, that's a full wrestling match. Flawless. Asuka does such a great job of that. So I think she deserves to win, and I want her to win, and I have no problem with Sasha, but does do we need to have her and Bailey both with two belts? Asuka's just too good. I think she she's deserves a champion. And she and, and she's like really good as a champion. And I hate so and it, and it's so weird to say, but I love her on the mic. I know she can't She's, she doesn't speak English and I'm just like I get it. I I feel like I can speak Japanese when I see her. I complete I could I yes, 100%. I love it when she's like full fluent Japanese on the mic. There's so much emotion that you're just like, yeah, no, I'm I I I understand what you're saying even though I have no idea what you're saying. No idea. But I'm here for my it. My problem with this, my problem with this matchup is that in the last Paper. I don't know if it was a pay per view. It, uh, it was when uh, Becky relinquished the title, and then they gave it to Oscar. That was just a Monday Night Raw. That was after Money in the Bank right. because Oscar right. got the Money in the Bank, and yada yada yada. It was full. Right, it right, was right. full of the championship. And then, and then they had this weird championship match where it was like a botched, or it was like a, it was a no DQ. It was like a weird finish, and yeah. Sasha just took the belt, and she's like, "I'm the champion now." This was the that was the last pay per view. Bailey put on the referee jersey. That's right. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. she yeah. counts the three. It really right. did That's not. No, I mean obviously, you know we're we're kayfabe on the show, but even by kayfabe standards, I am a wrestling nerd to the point where it's like she's not a sanctioned official, and so she's you can't just put on the. Official. She's not I a sanctioned official, so you can't just put on the jersey. Then what would stop me from being a wrestler who just puts on a jersey and then I just count my own three? 
And then yeah. I just do a fast count on myself. I have a 24-7 belt right here. Am I, a, am I, I, I guess I'm a champion now, too. Well, you are. Be careful. Your baby Carson wants that belt, and he is going to pin you and take that 24-7 belt. Always be on the lookout. I am actually surprised that that was the belt you choose to, uh, that you chose off of WWE.com because uh, that belt it makes you ex- – well, it makes you very vulnerable for attack. Well, that's kind of why – I mean, not to derail uh, our thoughts too much, but part of the reason we bought it was because we just thought it would be funny to walk around a Monday Night Raw – when it comes to Staples Center, James is the referee, and I'll walk around with the belt. And it would be like a fun little bit that we do yeah, with like other fans. You, hilarious. You wait until someone actually knocks you out, and then James has to get into a fist fight, and the next thing you know, you guys are banned for life. It's a whole thing. My hang-up with this match is that Sasha Banks isn't a technical champion, and I think it's stupid yes. that Asuka has to fight Sasha Banks for the championship. You know, I I agree with you on that. Asuka, she doesn't need to do this. She doesn't She doesn't deserve this fate. It's not even a good heel story. It's like a half-assed heel story. It's like, oh, yeah, no. You know what we can do? Why don't we yeah. make her a referee? And uh, and then and we'll just steal the belt. We'll just, like, we'll run with this storyline for three weeks. I do have to say, Bailey is such an annoying bitch that I love She's her. She's so annoying. I hate. Like, sending sh- that meal back. There's not enough ranch on oh, it. Oh, my God. May I talk to your manager is just like something she says eight times a day. Mm-hmm. Like she's upset with every. She's not going to wear a mask. No, she's not because COVID's not real. Uh, yep. You know, she might believe in QAnon. Like her character is like so perfect. <laughs> suburban housewife gone horribly yeah. wrong because they realize they hate children and they don't like their husband and they're forced to stay there. Yep. Probably for legal reasons and taxes. She is really developing as a chick that is so irritating you have to love her worst yeah again bailey you're not a sanctioned official and if you come down and you mess with Kyrie saying again or if you mess with this match again that is wrong bailey and i think you need to know that and it doesn't matter what outfit you wear if you're not certified you can't just be a nurse if you're unless you're a certified nurse and you're not a ref just because you put the jersey on. Yeah. So I'm I'm mad at her. I'm still mad at her. Well, I mean, I think Asuka's going to win back the championship in this weird... I mean, I hope. She better. I mean, but she then is, if, you're, if we're telling a story, the uh, good heel thing to do would be that Sasha wins, actually wins fair and square in this match that she shouldn't have really gotten in the first place. That's a good heel story, right? So Yeah, but there's no way. It just way. depends on... I mean, there no, is I no way. I agree. No but. way in a, in a pure wrestling match does Sasha stand a chance against Oscar. There's know. just no way. Never trust the WWE. Well, I don't trust anybody, just like Stone Cold said so. All right. Well, speaking of not being very trustworthy, this Seth Rollins guy, I'm going to tell you. Over it. I'm. <laughs> you're over the Monday Night Messiah. I'm over it. Wow. You are just. What happened? I don't know. Uh, I had I had a baby. Now I'm over you, it. You're over it because you had a baby, so everything changed. It's a it's a change in Katie's mind. Yeah. I think he's doing a fine job as the Monday Night Messiah. I would say it's also difficult to have a cult character when there's no crowd. That's the only thing yeah. with with Seth Rollins. I don't know why they were like we're gonna do a cult we're gonna do a cult angle. 
you kind of need a fan base. That's my totally. only concern with this. I don't know why they did it like that. If I look at Murphy anymore, it's just Murphy. Like they've all, they also haven't like. I think it's because they fired everybody, so they haven't expanded Seth Rollins' Monday Night Messiah like persona. He doesn't there's have no large, one left. There's, there's no, no one, one left. left. Performance Center. Everyone's got COVID or they've been cut. <laughs> Everyone, yes, and so he doesn't even have. There's not enough to have a flock. There is not enough to have like he needs. Honestly, what what he needs is a dude. Remember Minion, who was with The Undertaker? Mm-hmm. He was just yeah. kind of that sh- dude. I love that dude. He needs a bunch of people like that. It can't just be Murphy with him all the time. And this ninja story. The ninja story is not cutting it for me. Ninja story is just a poor, it's just a ripoff of Dark Order. Where, like, the Dark Orders are already beat you to it. Like, they've already, they've already beaten you to it. Well, kind of. That's that's yeah. true. Although the ninja stuff is coming into play with the uh, with the hurt business um, right. when right, it comes right, to right. the underground WWE underground, which yeah. I am here for. I actually really like WWE underground because it totally eliminate, eliminates um, the constant awareness that there is no crowd. And I'm like, oh yeah, there would yeah. be a crowd. This is WWE underground. So I think it made sense. And some of the physicality, I like that they allowed them to sort of change up the wrestling, and it reminds me a little bit more of New Japan. Uh, okay, all right, oh, all right. It, like, it, to you me, know, in the sense that there's like a lot of punching and kicking and stuff like that. It's just grappling. Like it looks like yeah. it's they're it, they're just they're they're grappling. There's no real choreography to me. It's just they're just grappling. It's like an MMA match where I'm like, what are we doing here? Until this most recent week, when. Shanna Baszler came out. Oh my goodness! Oh, did you also? Did you see they did a dick spot? No. What was the? They dick did a spot? dick spot. They did a dick spot on. Uh, I can't. Uh, the names are escaping me. But they did a dick spot uh, on WWE Underground, and I was like, Oh my god, they've done a dick spot. Like, what do you mean they did a dick spot? They, they didn't do. They didn't do like the Joey Ryan flip, but they did like the crotch grab and takedown, and then Shayna Baszler came out and was like, You want to try that with me or something like that? I was like, no, I can't. My hands, my hands like- far too small to grab your huge cock, Shayna Baszler. Absolutely not. I <laughs> she, would walk to the other side of the street. I would rather. She straight up came out. She looked like a bad motherfucker. She was like, oh, go try. Oh, I'll take anybody in this room. Come at me. I don't mess That's with great. her at all. And just wait until Nunez's career in, uh, in UFC is done. Baszler yeah. Nunez in kayfabe world. Shit is going to be freaking brutal. I love yeah. uh I lo- I actually do love what they're doing with uh with the with the underground. It makes sense. Uh Shane McMahon, say whatever you want about him. I understand the I do agree with Kevin Owens um as the surrogate for the fans with every single thing he said about Shane uh-huh. McMahon. He's where it's like best. why are you just booking yourself and you're yeah, it's it's just weird when you fire a bunch of people but then Shane constantly has these massive storylines and kind of takes work away from Maybe wrestlers who are technically better, but I will give this credit to Shane. He can fall. Oh yeah, no, he takes some bumps. He takes bumps. He takes some. He he take, but he only takes bumps on pay per views. Yes, and it's also it literally is him falling. Which I guess if you're look, I guess if you're the owner's son and you're part owner of WWE, I find you can do whatever you want. But at the same time, it's a little bit. You know, nepotism run, runs deep in wrestling, so it's just like another example of like, oh, here we go again. Yes, All right, he's going to take a couple of big bumps. We'll get a couple gifts out of the deal and then move on. And I think that's why the locker room respects him because he has put his body on the line, and he's got to be dang near fifty at this point. So it's going to be painful. But speaking of nepotism and Seth Rollins, the Monday Night Messiah, he is going against Dominic Mysterio, and I was talking about this on last week's episode. I think Dominic's in way over his head. 
and I don't know if he I was watching this past week I don't know if this is the best thing for them to do with him it seems they're putting a lot of they're putting a lot on the line they're putting a lot on this kid to yes deliver, they are and and he doesn't have the chops yet he like I look I'm here for the kid I love it sure. I love an underdog story I love the a legacy story yes I love that he's got a lot to live up to sure. and all of that blah 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 and this evil Monday Night Messiah you're not gonna take a spot on my roster like I get the story got it. it all tracks but this kid needs to learn how to cut a fucking promo because yes, right he now he like I wouldn't I wouldn't believe him if he was if he was ordering from McDonald's I'd be yes. like are you sure you want a double Whopper, cheeseburger, a Whopper's Burger King, but whatever. You know what I mean? Whatever. Absolutely. Of course, McDonald's is the Are big man. Are you sure man. that's what you want? Like he's Judging just- by, not. I'm not going to make fun of his physique. It is fair to say he's not as cut as other wrestlers. Um, so maybe he does allow himself a little Mickey D's every now and again. Not that I would uh, no. ever, uh, ever make fun of somebody like that. To his credit, when he did the sign, so he officially signed with WWE, that's in the contract that Rey Mysterio uh, got with the WWE. He's like, you got to carve out a spot for my boy, talking about nepotism. The The WWE universe, if there was a crowd, I would actually be very interested to hear how they react to him. Rey is so loved that just by extension, I'm not going to be shitty to his son. Of course. But at the same time... Uh, you're 23 years old. I don't think you've worked on the indies. I've only seen you hit the 619 and kind of not that great. I'm just not, I don't know where, I'm just not sure where he fits. He's too big to be like his pops in the, in the, uh, in like the flyweights and in, you know, in the, in the smaller divisions. And then yeah. he's also not big enough to be seen as, as, as like a super tough dude, which I, I get the whole kendo stick and stuff. And I think that Seth tried to put him over by literally beating the fuck out of him. I mean, with look, that kendo I have, stick. you have to give him credit. He yes. fucking, he was fucked up after those <laughs> kendo was. sticks. That shit was real to me. That was real to him. That was real. Like he, like, and, and I think that's what he had to do because yes. he can't, because he can't walk. He's not MJF. He's like, not. He can't run the mic. Um, yet, and that's not to say that he can't, or he won't be able to. It just takes so much time to have a spot. To have the spot that he has right now is so coveted by so many wrestlers mm-hmm. that have worked their entire lives I agree. to be where he is. So you have to deliver, like the pressure, you have to deliver whether you think you do or not. Yeah. Like he cannot fuck up. So I think, I think he knows that, and I think that's why he got this shit kicked out of him. Because he has such a, he has the spot that everybody wants right now. Yes, and I think the locker room was probably like, okay, dude, yep, all right, we love your dad. And Dominic has been around forever, so I'm sure he doesn't have too much heat, but. Nope, yeah, everyone loves him, he's, every like, every, I mean, he's such a good, he's, he has a good reputation in the locker room of being, yes. of wanting to be there and working to be there, but and, it takes so much time to build, like, that's why the indies are so great for so many characters, is like, yeah. you gotta learn how to cut a promo, you gotta learn how to work the mic, you gotta learn how to act, if you will. And also, and also uh, in this match, uh, sort of the inverse of what happened with Dolph Ziggler versus Drew McIntyre at Extreme Rules, Dominic will be able to use any weapon he wants. So that yeah. sort of offsets, like, the, you know, maybe just lack of wrestling experience. But again, this, to me... It's, it's a bit of a stretch, and I think this is why Seth Rollins has said recently in interviews, his character work never, he, he says he never evolves, 
his character, he not not never evolves, but he said it's it's he doesn't evolve characters too much because the fans apparently don't like really follow. That's what he said. Right. The fans don't follow. I actually think the fans would follow if WWE just kind of led us down a path that made sense. I mean, look at what's going mm-hmm. on with AEW. You look at what's happening with like the Jericho Orange Cassidy storyline that's been happening for the I, past month and a half, and I am I love it. all in. Not to be punny because, of course, that's the name of their pay-per-view, but it's the best. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Not to derail too much, but no. I cannot stop laughing every time I see Jericho in a more orange jacket. Each week it gets more orange, which it's to me is so fucking ever. funny. Like, it's just so dumb. You're like, yes, no, this is, I'm in. You got to, you ruined a $7,000 jacket and it just keeps getting more orange. Okay. <laughs> so funny. That debate they did, uh, what was it, two weeks ago? Oh my God. I just like freaking died. It's it's too good. They're giving, like, we talked about this a little bit before, but they're giving um, Orange Cassidy room to grow as a character yes, instead of are. just being this funny gimmick. Like when he first debuted, when we saw him in Vegas, uh, he he! It was hilarious. It was just like, oh, here's Orange Cassidy. He does this hilarious bit on the Indies yep. that is always over with the fans. But now, not only is he over, but he's proving himself as a legit wrestler who can work the mic, who can like come out and kill it. And also, you know, um, not necessarily not creative people. Uh, you can be very creative, but a lot of people say, ah, it's all been done. Never have I ever seen a person with hands in their pocket go off the top rope like he does. It's, I mean, it's still like, it, it, it's like the first time I saw the coup de grace that uh, Finn Balor does, I was like, how can yeah. you do that? And I yeah. feel that with, with Orange, it's like, how do you do that and not die, bro? Yeah, no, he's, he's, he's found something that he can, he's made his own and it's his signature and he's so fun to watch. He's over with the fans and. It's just he's doing it's great. A, it's a good time. That Orange Cassidy is a good time. And that's the character development that AEW is doing so well. Again, they only have one show. Uh, they can be hyper focused on it. Although we did talk about this yesterday or on last week's episode, rather. TNT has totally changed over management. And I really hope that that doesn't mess with AEW. I don't think that it will because the ratings are good and they do have a contract for, I think, three more years. Um, yep. So I don't think that. They'll be going anywhere soon, um, but that's because of how isolated AEW is. They can really do a deep dive on each character, and that's just something that the uh, WWE doesn't either have time for or concern for, and that's the thing with Dominic where it's like, I get the storyline, but I would have liked to see more advancement of, 
of who he actually is as opposed to just throwing him in the deep end with Seth Rollins yeah. because Seth can sell anybody. That's how talented yeah. he is. But I mean, that's the good. The good thing is, look, luckily he is with Seth and he's not with right. someone else that isn't going to. Every time Seth steps in the ring, he's going to put on a good match. Like, I yeah. can't think of very rarely do you see him in a boring match, boring technical match. So yeah. I, th- I think, look, if anybody's going to make him look good, it's going to be Seth. But, but how many times can we cheer like him doing a menial wrestling move? Right. Sure, he can hit the 619. He can do a body slam every now and again, hit a clothesline. But at some point, like the patting on your back and like the like, good, I can't believe you can do that. It kind of goes away and it gets a little old pretty freaking quick. You're going to have to stand on your own. You have to. And if, yeah, I don't know. I, I think that WWE sort of set him up for for a difficult road. And as we saw with Drew McIntyre, Back in the day, like, WWE will just cut your ass. Now, again, Dominic has Ray, and the, the clout of Ray is going to always keep him, uh, you know, on the front lines of, like, you know, right. uh, being loved by Vince. But right. I, I don't know. If I'm, if I'm Dominic, I, I kind of wish I had a smaller storyline than, than this one. Right. It's just a lot of pressure. You have to deliver. And I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he wins with... Uh, with the amount of weapons he can be using, maybe Ray comes back. Although I, I, Ray, I think is truly injured right now. Um, so, in a, if it was a clean match, if it was just one on one, no stipulations, Seth Rollins beats the living shit out of him. But because he can use weapons, uh, maybe. But then it also, it's also kind of a weird storyline because it does, it just doesn't make sense for Seth because now Seth is also kind of the victim because he is. You know, he does have a massive, like, the fact that, because I don't believe Seth is going to use any weapons. Right. So the fact that Dominic can use weapons, it's also like, okay, I'm not, it's not a great heel move for Seth either, because it sort of makes him seem like a more sympathetic character. But again, as you always say, Katie, it's the WWE and I can't overthink it. Don't overthink it. Don't overthink it. Just, just let it ride. Let it ride. So we'll see what happens there. I'm going to say Seth Rollins wins because Dominic doesn't have the experience, and uh, that's what I think should happen. See, I'm going to say Dominic wins because Dominic. WWE doesn't, or he doesn't <sighs> have the experience. <laughs> I know. Maybe if he hits him a bunch with a kendo stick or something like that. But yeah. you know what prediction I will make? Dominic bleeds. I bet you Dominic cuts. Yeah. No, I, for sure. I think... I, the thing that I think you have to give Dominic right now is he is taking the bumps. He's taking he's bumps. Taking the heat. Yes. He's taking the hits. He's like that. Those those bruises that he's holy. had from this last week. Holy hell! Like that. You're gonna. He's feeling. He's he's gonna be slow to move the next morning. He has to be like covered in Vaseline or whatever the hell makes that not hurt. Like how did he, he must not have even slept that night? Like that's how bad those bruises. Like he didn't sleep on his back. That's for sure. Or his that stomach. Shit. How would or his stomach? Yeah, he would he have got, sleep on his freaking head. Oh yeah, my goodness. He, he's, I mean, you have to give him credit where credit is due. He's he's clearly trying to make up for. The, he knows he knows his spot right now. Yes. I feel like he knows his spot. I think that he does. Of course, then we also have the SmackDown Women's Championship. We don't know who's going to go against Bayley. Uh, she's kind of in a bit of a feud right now with Stephanie McMahon, who has made her way back uh, into the fold. Uh, McMahon announced on SmackDown that there will be a three-brand battle royal uh, that'll be held to determine Bayley's challenger at SummerSlam. So we don't know who that will be yet. Uh, I would hope it would be somebody like... Rhea Ripley? Holy hell. That'd be a good If it's match. Rhea Ripley, I will be... She looked... She looked, it's the yeah. battle of the two Karen haircuts, but Rhea Ripley is. Whew. 
I like, don't know perfect. if you've seen her on NXT lately, but holy, her and uh, Dakota Kai had a fucking fantastic match over the weekend. Oh, I think it was over the weekend. Yep. Uh, maybe we watched it over the weekend, but holy hell, that was such a good match. It felt like it felt like a little Trish Lita match. Like it felt. Yeah, that's a high school. compliment. It was like really, really awesome. I want to make sure it was Dakota Kai, but I'm pretty sure it was. Rhea Ripley is unfrickin' real. Yes, if it's her, that would be awesome. I am such an advocate for her. She is just a specimen and just beautiful to watch in the ring. She is unlike Sasha. She I've never seen her like botch. Now she wrestles different than Sasha. So to be fair to Sasha, she does try uh, some high rope or some high uh, some high spots off the top rope that I, I get it's difficult. But um, Rhea Ripley is just she is a monster. Do you want to see her on the main roster? Yeah. Do you want to see her in Raw and SmackDown though, or just keep her on NXT? I mean, I love. I I am so attached to the NXT brand. Like I right. love it. I it's it's the one thing in WWE that I trust the most to deliver. Um, and and I think that they're given freedom to play around. I think that they're given the freedom to to push the limits of their skill set and their yes. and their characters. Um, I think I don't know. I think Dakota Kai and Rhea Ripley match was was one of the best matches of the summer so far. Yeah. Like it was just so fun and good and hard hitting and like well choreographed and there was good story. Like it just had everything you wanted out of a good summer match. Like it was awesome. Yeah. Um, but I think, like, I don't know. I'm always so torn when I, I like, I always want the NXT guys to have more, but I feel like in the last few years, is there a pay raise that goes with getting on? Um, there's gotta be. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I mean, NXT stands alone as its own brand. I don't even think they consider it developmental anymore, do they? I mean, I mean, I I wouldn't, but I, I think that like- I feel like with when Triple H and Shawn Michaels went over there and sort of like took the helm, I'm fairly certain they kind of made a statement where it's like this is not developmental. This is a this is on par now with Third SmackDown brand, and Raw. Yeah. So yeah. I, I'm not sure if there would be a pay raise or not. I don't know how that would work. I guess you would have theoretically like, more exposure if you got to Raw or SummerSlam or to uh, to SmackDown or Raw. But uh, I don't know. She's so great at NXT. She's so good, and and it's been Hunter's baby. Like this yes. has been his brand since the get go. He pushed it. He was the champion of it. Uh, he brought in uh, the legends to kind of like do their thing to train these guys yep. and like really build up a good foundation for them. The problem is, is that they have such a good foundation at NXT that that SmackDown and Raw don't have. Like right. they just have kind of they have they have the cookie cutter mass product kind of watered down, right. it's a little less nuanced um, product. But like, so I always feel like I want them to go to a bigger show. But at the same time, I know that when they do go to a bigger show, the likelihood of them succeeding like just plummets because yeah. they're not. Like they have so much work to do to get a bigger audience, to get like right. out in front of the Fox crowd or out in front of the the primetime USA crowd. Like it's just such a fight. I think SmackDown's gonna be off of Fox as soon as this contract is done. I don't think it's really working out. Their numbers are not now Friday night numbers on TV always suck. Friday night numbers suck anyway. Yeah, so maybe I feel like yeah, maybe it's maybe fun. it could be 
considered a success in, as far as Friday nights go. Yeah, it could be. That's that's true. But of course, you uh, obviously I recommended oh, many weeks ago Tommaso Ciampa maybe experience uh, experimenting with trying to get Raw or something. He's like, I'll just straight up retire if they try to put me on a yeah. main roster show on on SmackDown or Raw. He's like, I'll just retire. So, it. yeah, he gets it. And if you're Rhea Ripley, maybe uh, maybe that's something that. You don't even want. They did just have Shayna Baszler on Raw Underground, so we could see uh, Shayna Baszler. Rhea Ripley on Raw Underground would be incredible. Oh, that would be good. Because she would. would, Oh, she's a beast. Anyway, she would fit in. She would fit in perfectly. But we might see. uh, We might see a Shayna Baszler Bailey. That that could also happen. Whatever it is. I mean, just I'm just gonna straight up kayfabe all of this. I just want Bailey to lose. I think that she's had it too good for too long. And I am sick of her attitude. And if she calls wow. the cops on one more black person, I'm going to be very upset with her. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I mean, look, you're not wrong. She uh, is she selling deserves, the hell out of the, that. She's the best worst heel ever. She really is. She's so annoying. It's great. Uh, AEW, they had a, uh, this past uh, Wednesday on Dynamite, they did a tag team tribute, which was extremely fun. And I love what they're doing with the tag teams. Obviously, Hangman Page and uh, Kenny Omega, they have really turned into an incredible team together, despite the fact, obviously, I think I speak for Katie when I think both of us would like to see Omega on his own and Hangman Page for that matter. But as a tag team, they're doing dope uh, work. And of course, AEW con- constantly pushing the tag team division. Uh, I think that's because uh, the leadership of the Young Bucks, and you really can't argue that the tag team in AEW, I think it's solidifying over the past few months more than NXT Raw or SmackDown. Yeah, no, for sure. And I like that Kenny Omega has, it's not new gear, it's just different gear. Yeah, uh, he's, he's he's and he's I don't know like I don't know this is like very deep dive wrestling super nerd wrestling. Uh-huh. Uh, there's a a designer named Hayoming, uh, and it's spelled like it sounds. Uh, he's a Japanese designer, but he did all of he did I think he does a lot of the New Japan um, Wrestle Kingdom uniform uh, okay like gear so like sure. the elaborate crazy stuff. Yeah. But he has this tiny little store. It's like. It's like maybe 20 feet by 20 feet. It's just a Cute. tiny little store. It's in like a basement in Japan and it's super fucking cool. But they also uh, started selling stuff online. So like if you want to if you want a deep dive nerd uh, reference, Hayoming, uh, Hayoming's website, it's all in Japanese. It's kind of hard to figure out, but like you can still order stuff internationally. Hell yeah. So I went down like a, I went down a Hayoming deep dive hole and he does, like I said, he did all of Kenny Omega's like New Japan Wrestle Kingdom just yeah. elaborate designs. Like, he's so fucking cool, and they're so nice. And we went there when we were in Japan, and we were just, like, nerding out. It's so awesome. Hell yeah! We'll check it out. So the new gear that Kenny's wearing is Hayoming gear. That's where I was going with that. I love it. Well, speaking Deep of tag cut. teams, the Raw Tag Team Champion will be the Street Profits versus Andrade and Angel Garza. I want the Street Profits to win. I think that they are an incredible tag team. If they were in any company anywhere all over the world, Street Profits are no joke. And I love what they're doing with Candice LeRae and the whole thing. Uh, Selena Vega is a badass. Selena Vega is, wow, has she really gotten big. This year has been a good she for her. is She's another one that is badass on the mic. She's great. She can act. She's a, she's a badass, and she some of the stuff that she can wear in that ring should be noted alone. Like she at one point <laughs> she came down in like legit like like stripper heels, and it should it should go noted 
that you don't understand how hard it is to walk in heels alone, let alone do it inside that ring. I was like, she's not getting in the ring with those heels on. And sure as shit, she got in the ring with those heels on. I was like, oh, this girl is a badass. It's amazing. I have no idea how she's walking in like six inch heels, stiletto heels. I know this is, I don't want to like diminish her actual talents but no that that's alone a talent it's hard as hell it is so it's so fucking hard absolutely <laughs> try walking in heels and grass it's bad and of course andre uh andrade and angel garza you know they've relied on her for her help over these past few months and maybe yeah. she does you know change the tide of this match and street profits drop the belt montez ford i just i i could not be more impressed with every single week that man he, it's like he flies. He is beautiful. He's just an incredible freaking wrestler. Yeah, he has springs. He has springs in his feet. He really does. I don't. I don't know how he gets the air that he gets, and it's not just a camera. It's angle. unreal. No, definitely like, not. He gets that air. Definitely not. And as we saw in uh, Extreme Rules, that ladder, that table match they had. He just straight up like flipped over the top rope and landed on his back. No problem. Oh my god! And of course, his partner Angela, Angelo, Angela Dawkins. And of course, his partner, Angelo Dawkins, no slouch either. I was being a little critical of him a few weeks ago. I think Montez is kind of the stud. But that being said, Dawkins has been extremely impressive. And I think they're a good team. They're a great team. I love that they're unified. I'm kind of a nerd for uh, for like, you know, tag teams that sort of dress dress together and are like real traditional, like Legion of Doom style tag teams. And the, they've got the boy band uniforms. Yeah. They get the smoke. They have their catchphrases. They finish each other's sentences. You know, they're just a fun tag team. They do everything together outside of the ring. Yeah. They're like real friends. Uh, so they that's why. milkshakes. Oh my goodness. Not in the era. No, I'm just joking. Eh, have a milkshake. Get two different straws, I guess. Do whatever you want to do. <laughs> Street Profits versus Andrada. And Angel Garza. I'm going Street Profits. I want them to win. And I think they're being great as champions. And just lastly, a championship belt often forgot, but should not be because Apollo Crews is actually doing some great things with it. The United States Championship, uh, Apollo Crews versus MVP. MVP in a resurgence of his career. Looks great. Go away. Go away, MVP. You're done with MVP? No, go away. I'm over it. The only reason you're here is because you're in Orlando and you didn't have to travel. well, that's that's a reason. Traveling is, is expensive for uh, WWE to pay for that if they I don't think they do that, but go away. I'm he's over got good him. mics. He is single handedly saving Bobby Lashley's career. And Apollo Cruz for that matter. Well Apollo's gonna do what Apollo I actually think Apollo can stand alone. Bobby Lashley Bobby Lashley cannot talk. He just can't talk. So it's like can't. it's hard. I get it. It's fine. I'm like, you are the beefiest of all beefcakes. You you definitely deserve to be in that ring, but holy hell, his mic skills are horrible. And I don't know why, because they like that. That's, I, as you know, it grew on me the Lena storyline because I will always love a wedding when Rusev comes out of the cake. I will love that wedding forever. But Lena carried it on the performance side when it comes to you know the relationship and all that stuff. Because Bobby, yeah, I mean, I don't. No, yeah, she was the talker in that. In she that was the talker. Too. She was the talker. I mean, you can't have you can't have it all. So if you're Bobby Lashley, if I'm looking at like a raw video game for like the new PS5 or something, uh, I would say like character seventy, charisma like a seventy, body a hundred, in ring yeah. ability. You know, he's a solid eighty five in ring ability guy. Right. Um, 
But, you know, that's why I think MVP is needed. That's why they brought him. And I like what they're doing with the underground stuff. And MVP is mad at me, but that's okay. Why is he mad at you? Because I booked him to be on Ablingen's Top Pack because he also does some good charity work. And then I was, oh. then I was, but I wasn't able to do the phone call because we were in Canada. And uh, and then he was, then he got mad at me. But um, oh. that's okay though. And then he's like, he'll never talk to me again. He hates me. But that's okay because I like him, and I should have. Honestly, it's it is true though. If you say you're going to do something, you should do it. And I was talking with my professional wrestling friends, and they were like, "Oh yeah, wrestlers are like extremely dedicated." And they like the idea of like missing something to them is like you don't oh, miss yeah. things in wrestling. And I'm like, I don't know. No. I just couldn't do it. I was in Canada. I didn't know it was that big of a deal. Yeah. No, you don't. You don't ever cancel because it, it could be your last gig. Yeah, wrestlers are like military. I mean, I guess it makes sense that there's uh, that they're like military guys. I mean, to be that yeah. strong, uh, you have to be very disciplined. And that's why we do podcasts, Katie, not wrestle. I, you are correct. You know. Um, well, that's uh, that's the basic uh, matches there at SummerSlam. Uh, so we're excited to watch that this weekend. Um, yeah. Shane McMahon is 50, by the way. Shane McMahon is going to die uh, if he takes one more bump off any kind of cell. I don't. If I am his wife, I just, please, God, uh, don't have him go and do anything like he used to do. But I think he simply will because... Just like his father, it's fair to say he's 60% crazy. Yes. No, absolutely. Sorry, I was just getting some breaking news about some New Japan What do we got? Uh, events. Uh, new Japan crowns a new never six-man six tag team champions, and it just looks epic. Hell yeah. We'll check that so. out for sure. And now we have to do match from the past. This match is going to involve two of the greatest wrestlers in the history of professional wrestling. Sting versus Cactus Jack, 1992. Speaking of SummerSlam, this was the WCW, kind of their SummerSlam. It's called Beach Blast. This is Cactus Jack versus Sting. A phenomenal match. Everything. Oh, man. I was not a WCW guy growing up. So now what I'm doing is I'm going back. On the, on the WWE Network, and I'm watching all of the early 90s WCW. Really some good stuff. They actually did have some solid-ass matches, and uh, oh, it's yeah. kind of fun to like rediscover them because I never watched it before. Um, so I'm really doing a lot more uh, on Sting. I'm watching a lot of Stinger matches. I totally get it. I get why he was the face of WCW. I mean, yeah. he, like, he was a great... He was like so... He was more, he was more over than Hulk Hogan. Yeah, arguably, yeah. yeah that crap, like, oh man, they just they loved him so much, and I get it, man. So Sting versus Cactus Jack, and this is peak Cactus Jack. Just the amount of times he lands on his hips, uh, it's unbelievable. He, I can't like it hurts me so much to go back and watch old McFoley matches just because knowing where he oh is God. physically now. And knowing and seeing just the abuse that he put oh. his body through for the sacrifice of entertainment, like he he is a saint in wrestling, and not to he mention that one of the nicest humans on the face of this planet. Like he, he is, could not be more kind. He really is, and thank God he has that big old butt. 
because that thing has that has to be the only reason he's walking is that he had that butt as he's a got like this yeah he's got this big kind of like this beefy <laughs> build yeah he's just a beefy dude all right this is sting cactus versus cactus jack beach blast 1992 cactus crawling back up on the apron what's this madman going to do now oh my he's up for the second rope look at him smiling smiling at the pain that he oh he missed it sting moved out of the way and cactus hit nothing but the concrete floor and again, no count out. Don't look for the referee putting on any type of count. Pinfalls anywhere on the golf course. Cactus on one leg, thrown up on top. The world's heavyweight champion staying now. Hammering away. Skudo to top to the face. A fist to the jaw. Got him up. 300 pounds plus and slams it. Again, sliding out, as you said, Jim Ross. Both guys going to the floor. Cactus Jack coming out on top. I'll tell you what. Oh, Harley Race has got to be loving this. Going for the double arm. DDT, and he got it. This should be it right here. If Cactus has got enough, referee throws that chair out of sight, hopefully. Here's the cover. Could be over right here. And he got a shoulder up. That too. Cactus... Almost incapacitated himself, not able to really make a full cover there. That was a total instinct move by Sting. He doesn't know where he's at at all. Sting got a running start and got that clothesline. And now what's he doing now? The champion. Up on the top rope. Remember, it's no disqualification. A clothesline off the top. He hit it. He hit it. He's got the leg. He won it. He's got the win. our match from the past thank you all so much for listening don't forget about merch we gotta move this merch or my manager's gonna kill me move um, it move the merch lastpodcastmerch.com i got a baby uh, if you like the show retweet it uh tweet at us mention uh, or instagram us um if you have any fan art or anything like that feel free to to reach out we always love it and uh, we love chatting with you. And, of course, you can email us at kindoffunlpn at gmail.com. So, uh, shoot it goes us right a- to my phone, and I reply to most of them. Hell yeah. 95% of them. That's honestly the other Although 5% I, I wouldn't want to know. I have gotten one or two, like, really dr- Somebody thought it was really funny, like, drunk emailing. They're like, this is hilarious. <laughs> it like, is a funny show. Uh, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna not reply to this one. Oh, Katie, <laughs> I'm Durst. sorry. I love you. Katie. I'm sorry. It was kind of a graphic email. <laughs> I'm sure it was. My goodness gracious! Oh, a bunch of maniacs. All right, everyone, hail yourselves. We'll talk to you soon. This show is made possible by listeners like you. 
Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.